Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to the Bulls Cast with Chris Stonich and Ben Goddard, your independent Hereford FC podcast. Hello and welcome back to Bullscast, your independent Hereford FC podcast brought to you by the Hereford Times. I'm your host, Chris Stonage, and it's been a while, Ben, um, but we're back with the Hereford Times head of sport content, Mr. Ben Goddard. We are back, mate. Good afternoon. Yeah, it uh, seems a long time ago since we were last speaking at the end of last season. It, was, it wasn't boiling hot like it is today and <laughs> in the, the heat of the summer, it was still freezing cold and, uh, and yeah, we were off to Gateshead, weren't we? So uh, the dizzy heights of the north, but yeah. So uh, <laughs> new season, refreshed, ready to go, and uh, see what see what comes of this season. It'll be um, an interesting one, that's for sure. Yeah, it seems like yesterday that we were recording last season's ones, mate. Um, it really does. Myself, you, and Keith on occasion as well, just chatting about Hereford really needing to set a back and, and and stuff like that. Um, but we're gonna go through. Well, we're basically just gonna start off with. Uh, with just a little bit of a, a review of last season and, and how you felt it ended, Ben, because it sort of felt a little bit anticlimactic, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I think for me, the big miss was Miles' story. Um, getting injured at Kettering, I think that night, then Hereford had just found a way to beat the teams um, that they needed to. It was, I think it was three or four games, and it was the first of them that they were winnable games. And uh, it was the first one of them. And he, Josh kind of just found a way of playing two at the front, two up top, with Story kind of as a holding striker. And it was just starting to click. And it was, I know it's, it's what could have been, but look back and think that that was probably the, the last, the straw that broke the camel's back, really. Um, that was probably the thing that um, that really ended their any hopes whatsoever. Um, I think. They were just a couple of players off where they needed to be. And I think Miles Story and Maziar Kuyar, uh, Kuyar leaving just before that period and then Story going out injured. Um, two senior players that that you would f- fall back on and rely on to give you that the difference in games. And, and that's why Hereford were missing the narrow loss at Gloucester, the draw at Leamington. Um, them sort of games are just... They really did put the nail in the coffin and just agonizingly short in the end. Yeah. I mean it's 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 a frustrating one, but what we can look at is is the progress that Hereford will make and that they will need to continue to make into into this season. But what's the sort of feeling around the Hereford camp and, and Hereford fan base that um going into this season? Yeah, um obviously I spoke to Steve uh, yesterday. Um he's really positive as as you would expect. Decent retain list. Um, for me, Ryan Ryan Lloyd is um, probably the mark, the key key name on there, the workhorse behind all the good runs that everyone on last season, and all the good work was Ryan Lloyd in the middle of the park. Um, it was all the all the fifty fifty balls um, 
blocking play and just getting Hereford from their way. And he does that so well. And when he was out of his back injury, Hereford really missed him and really and and struggled. Um, so for me, he was the big one um, of that retained list. With him um, being from Cheshire away, I did wonder if the likes of Chester might snap him up, and that that might might have pulled pulled him to the other way. But no, he's he's uh, committed for another season. I think Josh Gallen was speaking to him a couple of weeks ago. He, he never had any doubt. I think Ryan Lloyd was always staying. So yeah, strong strong retained list. Um, seven names you kind of ex- you expect to be on there. Um, who've all kind of proved themselves apart from Klukowski as part of the, the coaching staff hybrid model. Um, but to be fair, he can also um, kill games off. Uh, we saw at the end of last season that he can come on for 10, 15 minutes and just stifle the opposition. And, and if he can do that again in 15 games at 1-0, then, then, then he's earned his money, you know. Um, I don't think he'll be playing 90 minutes week in, week out, but if he can use his experience um, to completely kill games off the last 10 minutes and it works effectively, then then he's worth every penny that they're paying him. It's like the James Milner of non-league. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> oh, James Milner plays a bit longer, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that sort of role. Um, Luke Haynes also um, retained, Ben, um, someone who improved a lot last season. Do you expect him to be a fixture again this campaign? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, really happy to see Luke Haynes um, retained. Um, a big, big learning block for him last season in National North football. I know he was with Hereford the previous season, but that was a completely uh, <laughs> different type of season where there was games every four or five weeks and it was it was just very disjointed. But having a full National North campaign, you can say that about Luke Haynes, Ryan McLean and Harry Pinchard, them three. Um, having full campaigns under under them. Harry Pinchard, you want to see more of him this season, and you'd hope because he was very much out of the team for for large spells last season. Um, you'd like to see a, a proper season out of him. For them three, now now you look if they want to progress in their careers. As I mean, I think Josh Garland said himself that um, Hereford is a a stepping stone, and he's quite happy to sign players in that want to use Hereford as a stepping stone. Um, if he can use them to get Hereford where they need to be as well. And I think that that's the model that they're going for. Um, so if them three could want to progress and want to go up the leagues, um, then this season's a big one for all three of them because they need to prove that they're capable of playing, of really thriving at this level and, and could do it at a higher level. Um, so, yeah, um, big season's ahead for them three. Yeah, in the opposite direction though, mate. We uh, we saw two big players um, leave Hereford. First of all, Tom Owen Evans, um, obviously long-serving, been in the club a little while now. Um, he's made his way to Kidderminster. Yeah, I think um, a bit of a, a kick in the privates for Hereford fans, <laughs> really seeing him in that um, in the Kidderminster shirt because I think everyone expected him to go up a level or two, uh, fully capable of going up a level as a sort of holding attacking midfielder. And um, so for him to stay in National North and go to Kidderminster is, um, yeah, a bit of a sickener, really. Um, I think Josh was saying that he's um, it was more about full-time football than anything else for Tom Owen Evans and him needing full-time football to progress. But he signed the deal quickly with Kidderminster before, I think, National North, National League hadn't finished. 
before we'd signed for Kidderminster. Um, so may, maybe Solihull lost out last season. Maybe they come, would have come knocking um, after losing out in the playoffs. So, yeah, may, maybe it was a missed opportunity for Toe to, to go up and prove himself at the level above. Um, yeah, and all, all the pressure's on Kiddy now um, to, to win the league. Um, anything short of that, then they failed, really. Um, and it's a lot of pressure to put on themselves. Yeah, I mean, the FA Cup money can only last so long, right? Um, but they're going to the season favourites, especially with a player like Tom Owen Evans and um, a defender like Christian Pierce um, joining the club. Ben, it's a frustrating one because uh, Josh waited for Christian Pierce. He got his man uh, in the end. Um, do you think he'll be frustrated to lose him? It sounds like Christian Pierce had gone before the end of the season. Um, I was listening to him. Um, he'd, he'd, they'd had their conversations. The Kidderminster manager was saying they'd had their conversations. Um, with with the players they wanted to get in well before the season had finished. And it sounded like either Christian Pierce was always going to go to Kidderminster because he was left out the last four or five weeks, couldn't get a place in there for a team. So I'm not, I'm not sure if that had already been done, that, that that deal. And Josh was aware of it and was starting to prepare for, for life without him. Um, but let's, let's not forget... Um, we had to wait for Christian Pierce to come in from injury um, and through contract negotiations and different things that had gone on. Um, there was a spell when he wasn't registered. Hereford had to wait for him through that. He came in, played played well, and marshalled Hereford up the league as such and then got sent off, so he missed the spell of games. And then I think he picked up another injury, missed another spell, and then got sent off again. So you're saying it's a miss, but Josh Gowlin was a team, a squad of 18 players needs more reliability than that. I think he, I don't think Christian Pierce is fit enough for Josh Gowlin and Hereford. I think no. for Kidderminster, they might have six defenders to choose from. Fair enough, because he, he's a very good player against the smaller, weaker sides. He'll marshal the defence well, but there's got to be a plan B. He played twenty, I think, twenty three, twenty four games out of probably forty eight last season. So he probably played half the season for Hereford. Can Hereford afford to pay decent money that he will be demanding for half for a player that's going to play half the season? Is mm. is it worth it? Is 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 it worth? Or do you go and buy Zach Lilly at the age of twenty three that might be not as experienced, but you're more likely to get thirty, forty games out of him? In a season, I think sure. those are the questions that Josh has to t- t- toss up in the end of the day, and um, and decide. And a player who's who's aging, with carrying previous injuries, and also against the better sides, got sent off twice because they were running rings around him, and he got frustrated. Both silly sendings off just because he got frustrated because players were too quick for him. There um, so those are the decisions that you have to make as a manager. Josh made the decision to let him go. Didn't offer him a deal. Didn't offer him a contract at Hereford. So there you go. And I think I don't think he's. I think he's a miss for probably a quarter of the games that Hereford yeah. play. And if he's only going to play half, and he's going to get sent off in a couple, is it to gamble too far for Hereford on a smaller budget with a smaller squad? 
I think he probably is. And I think I don't know how he'll do it at Kitty. He may play 40 games. He may play 10. So we'll see how it goes. Certainly. You mentioned Zach Lilly there, um, coming from AFC Telford. Um, what do you know about him? Is there is he going to be a, a starting and a regular fixture in Hereford's 11 this year? I think anybody who signs for Hereford <laughs> is starting a regular fixture. There's not, not going to be an abundance of 20 players, three left on the fringes. There wasn't last season. If if you look at it, yeah, Hereford went through 40 players, but most of them were on trial, signed on dual registration, non-contract deals. While Josh like experience even. <laughs> experience even. Um, I think the core squad, if you look at players that played over 10 games, there's probably only 18, 19 players that played over 10 games for Hereford last season. And then, and he said this season, the squad's going to be smaller than that. So you're probably looking at 16, 17 players that will play week in, week out. There'll be trialists coming in. There'll be loanees coming in. There'll be dual reg players coming in. There'll be youth players coming in. But players like Zach Lilly, um, Tyrone Barnett, and any others they sign on permanent for the season or longer, in the next couple of weeks, we'll be playing week in, week out because there's no couple of thousands to throw around for someone to sit on the bench. If they're signed and, and they're dotted on the line for the season, they'll be playing all right. Josh will get his money worth out of them. It's got to um, be done, right? Season. And they, they, and he will. He'll get them on non-contract. He'll get them on dual reg. He'll get them on loan. And they'll he'll probably go through 40 players again in cup games or in five-minute spells or but he'll have the same base of 15, 16, 17 players who will play week in, week out. And and the others will feed in. If they're not good enough, they'll be out. Someone else will come in. If they're not good enough, they'll go out. So anyway, you've got to sign them to play them. Otherwise, you're not going to see how good they are, are you? So um, if you can't sit, watch them in a match situation, then they're not, they're not worth having. But I think there'll be a core again of, of 15 players or so that will will play week in week out, and Zach Lilly will be one of them. Tyra Barnett will be another, I'm sure. Zach Lilly, Telford offered him a two year contract, um, long term contract, and he said no. He wants to come play for Hereford. So if that if that doesn't show commitment, then nothing will. Um, he's obviously um, looking probably he's probably using Hereford as a stepping stone as well. And doesn't want to be tied into a two-year deal, which which you can see. Um, he, he might be on a ro- he hasn't been re- announced what what he's on, um, but he might be on a rolling deal or one-year deal at Hereford. And um, and he he's looking to progress his career, start life as a striker, um, so he can play up front if Hereford are really <laughs> short as well. Um, was loaned out several places. Came and played quite a few games last season um, alongside Fear Street. And Herf- and um, Telford were only losing games by one or two goals last season. They weren't losing games by five or six. They were narrowly losing games. And they, they, they were unfortunate at times and they were diabolical at other times. <laughs> but um, they were, yeah, once the new man came in, they weren't, um, they weren't getting hammered every week um, like you would expect from a team fighting for their lives down the bottom. Um, they they were giving it a go every week and and just falling by the odd goal, um, and one play you can't blame one defender for for that performance. It's got to be a whole team effort. If you're losing by one nil, or two one, or three two every week, 
then that's a team performance. That's not one individual at the back letting in four goals. So it was a mixed reception uh, to the news from Telford fans. I think a couple of them were disappointed and could see the potential in him. And a couple of them quite glad that he left. Um, so he's he's got a lot to prove at Hereford. Uh, but let's not forget Ben Pollock wasn't defender before he started pre-season last year. Um, he played midfield. He played for his whole career, I think, central holding midfielder and played the odd game at the back where he played the whole season at the back last season. So so that just shows the work Josh Gallen can do with players, especially in that centre-half role where he used to be a centre-half. So it's, it'd be his sort of speciality. Um, so, yeah, in, interesting signing and, and a, a good one. Yeah, very good. Yeah, you mentioned Tyrone Barnett. Now, we spoke about experience. I don't think you can get much more experience than him um, at, at this level. I mean, played all the way up and down the leagues. Um, someone who I think um, Josh Galling will be leaning on uh, to be sort of a coach on the field, Ben. Yeah. Um, yeah, that and he's got to score goals. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of score goals. Um, he scored, uh, I think he scored 12 and 30-odd for Eastleigh last season, the, the league above. Um, like you, you, There's a big difference between the league above. I know Hereford beat some, some, some of their national league sides in the fa trophy to get to the final last year but they were national league sides that were playing three times a week to try and fit in all their fixtures in a ridiculously short period of time they they were not at their full strength so yeah tyron barnett really good player i am um, i i'd like to think that he, he'll come in and do the sort of Linnell john lewis role but last season how many times did we sit here and go hereford couldn't put the ball in the back of the net because no one was gambling in their positions. They kept getting the ball into the box. There was no one there. Every week, Hereford fans were saying that. Well, there's, there's the man to put the ball in the back of the net. Even if, even if he is ageing at 30-odd years old, it's all about position. It's all about knowledge. And it's all about gut instinct half the time as a striker. Um, and he's got that in abundance, dropping down a level with his age going up, probably. Um and yeah, I, I expect big things from him this season. Yeah, I mean he's a player who's played championship football, so he's got to be have someone who's got experience, mate. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be gonna be good. Well, uh, we you did have a chat with uh, Steve Bear as you mentioned earlier. You can hear it now, um, where he talks about the prospects for the season. Yeah. So Steve, I'm guessing it's um, the busy time of year for yourselves behind the scenes trying to get players together ready for pre-season training. Yeah, it's been a busy. Uh, it's been it's been busy really from the last game of the season, and um, but we're really happy with how things have gone. Obviously, we've lost a couple of influential lads, but um, all in all, though, we're, um, we're we're pleased about how things have gone. We're pleased that ma- we've managed to re-engage one or two of the uh, lads who were with us last season, and um, with that, looking to put a, a new squad together. Um, and the signs have been really good with that. So um, still a lot to do yet, obviously, but uh, we're, um, we're we're pleased with how things have gone. And it's a good, it's from, from the outside, it looks a good good base of nine really solid players to build on for, for the rest of it. Well, yeah, I mean, we didn't, obviously, you know, you don't want to lose the whole squad. And we knew we would possibly, like we've, like we did the season before, we'd we'd lose one or two, and that happens in football. But um, as I say, you know, um, we we uh, we're quietly happy 
with um, how things have gone. They're still nego- we're, we're negotiating, obviously, all the time at the minute with the lead up to the start of pre-season and to the start of the league. So, But at the moment, I mean, um, I, I personally feel there's going to be some quite exciting times ahead this season for us. Yeah, and one um, exciting player that you, you released last week, um, Tyrone Barnett, obviously came available from Eastern. Yeah, I mean, Tyrone's been around and, uh, you know, brings plenty of experience with him. Uh, he's, you know, he's, he's had, uh, he's had um, experience in the Football League and obviously at this level. So he was somebody that, um, uh, you know, as soon as we spoke to him, he showed a, a, an interest in coming in. And um, that sort of experience is invaluable for us. So, uh, you know, and, and still probably one of the fittest lads I've, I've known around the place. You know, he's always looked after himself. And, uh, and he's champing at the bit, obviously, to get started. So um, he'll bring a lot of uh, experience to the camp as, um, you know, as will the, you know, we're looking at others as well. The thing that we missed out a lot on last season, we felt it was just that maybe that, um, you know, maybe down that middle, a little bit more experience and and, and just around the, around the whole team, really, that we, we lacked a little bit last season. Because you had that the previous season with Lenny, you had a really big impact at the, at the club. And is he a similar sort of role player? Well, I think um, I mean obviously with uh, Ben and Toey, you know they're a lot younger. They're 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 still sort of at the you know at the, at the end of at the start of their career where they're looking to progress. And um, you know with the season they had, we we thought it would be difficult perhaps to to keep hold of those lads. And um, you know money at, at times is is a big influence on on lads. Um, it's not always the case, but. Um, you know, the, the deals with obviously Boston and, and, and Kidderminster, particularly with their run last year in the FA Cup, you know, they've got a lot of clout this season. You know, they they earned a lot of money last year and they're they're gonna be they're gonna be throwing a lot at it to get promoted this season. But but no, we're we're um although disappointed, those lads did terrific for us. But you know, we'll we're we're happy with the ones that we're talking to and the ones that we will be looking to bring in. Um, we've obviously spoke to one or two already and and and, and missed out, but uh, you know, and, th- and that's not just been down to money. That's been down to maybe circumstances of fitting in with our training regime of two mornings, three mornings a week. So th- there's there's lots of little things that uh, sort of contribute to maybe a lad not coming in. But uh, like I say, we're we're um, we're happy with how things have gone, and um, we'll you know with the, particularly with the, the the Hereford crowd that we get uh, behind us this season, I I can see a you know a lot stronger squad being assembled, and you know we're going to have a right go of being up there again. And Tyrone has obviously played uh, leagues above, and having that crowd, I'm guessing was a big draw because obviously there's teams at this level don't get that following that. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, somebody like Tyrone, he, you know, he's he's 36 now, but he's the type of lad who's, you know, he still wants to to prove that he can that he can do things and 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 show the younger lads in the squad what he's all about. So um as I say, he's a he's a he's a top lad and he'll bring a lot of he'll, he'll bring a lot of um experience to the squad. Um, and I think that was the thing last year. Really, I know we, I know we, uh, we, we lost a couple of lads sort of at the point of the season where um, it, it was, it was, it, it, it was a crucial part. But I think we just missed that that little bit of experience and that know-how at this level to kick us on into and to stay around that playoff area. And we fell away at the end, which was disappointing. But, you know, we're going to make sure this time that that doesn't happen. And the likes of sort of Miles and Ryan McLean and Harry Pinchard, I'm guessing with that big marksman, 
they they were kind of missing that at times last season. Yes, they were certainly. You know, I mean, Ryan. You know, you look at Ryan and Harry; they're still learning the game, and um, you know, it was a lot to ask them to to carry the team on the on their shoulders. So, uh, but collectively as a team and, and, as, and as a group of lads. You know, we'll have, a, we'll have a good team spirit as we always do. And it'll be a great place to come and, and, and play football and train because that's, that, that's the atmosphere and that's the environment that we that we love. And also, um, Zach Lilly um, was confirmed last week, young lad. I'm guessing he's trying to find his way in football and chose to, to come to Hereford rather than stay at Telford. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, Zach's, Zach's, been, Zach's been at Telford probably the best part of probably six years. Uh, he missed part of the season last year with with a few injuries, but you know I think from his point of view, he probably looks look, he's looking for a new challenge, and it was quite pleasing and refreshing that we uh, that we got uh, that we got Zach. You know, Telford kept coming back and and and, and trying to uh, offer him uh, everything and throw things at him and, and and what have you. But no, he's he, he stuck he stuck uh, to the fact that he wanted to come and play for Hereford. So um, you know we're delighted to have him on board, and again a lad who's uh, you know, we feel that we can really kick on. And we saw that with, with Ben Pollock last season, especially how he developed as a player at Hereford as, as a centre-half with yourself and Josh's guidance. Yeah, I think Ben, you know, I mean, Ben's, you know, became, uh, became very much a, a fan's favourite last year and that was down to his performances. But any player, any player that performs on a regular, consistent basis will, you know, the fans will take to and, um you know, but or also, but I think I think they they they'll also take to lads having a go, and that's what we will get uh, next season. We'll lads, you know, it'll be it'll be a tough one for us because um, you know we're still trying to maybe strive to have that that financial clout that one or two of the other clubs have got in this division, but that can come with an FA Cup run just like Kidderminster. So you know that's that that can that can happen in football, and um, but you know while we are. Um, uh, working with what we have, you know, we'll get the best out of them. And um, as I say, you know, there's there's going to be a few more exciting signings, very much so before before we uh, obviously start the season, uh, because we've still got to put things together on the on the uh, on the training ground. But there'll be also, you know, we'll there's a number of lads coming in to do the pre-season and um, they're lads that, you know, a mixture of lads that uh, have been involved at conference level or maybe football league level. And it'll be an opportunity for those lads to show us what they're about. And Zach, I'm guessing he'll learn a lot off Tyrone Barnett. I mean, two times on the same week, they'll probably learn a lot off each other. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, uh, different, different positions, but I just think if you, if you, if we create a good environment, what we, what we will have uh, and lads, working together and working as a as a squad of players then you know we we can have success here there's no pro, there's no there's no doubt about that there's no doubt about that. There's, there's a lot of hard work ahead of us we know that but it's that's been nothing different to when we first walked through the door and um also a, a pre-season friendly or two pre-season friendlies at Edgar Street for fans to look forward to um the one that a lot of fans were, were talking about was the Arsenal on the 23s how did that come about well, um, uh, the gaffer knows uh, knows one or two people down at, at Arsenal, so I mean um, we'll be looking forward to that. Uh, I know it's it'll be their it'll be their twenty threes, but I mean I remember their twenty threes going to Barnet not so long back, maybe a few few seasons ago, and uh, ended up winning. I think it was something like nine nil. <laughs> so <laughs> we, uh, but I, I think it'll be great for our fans to look at the uh, the future stars of the Arsenal squad. 
uh, and there'll be some decent players amongst them, that's for sure. So that'll be a real that'll be a real good uh, that'll be a real good test for us. That one. They'll certainly test your fitness. I'm guessing they'll be very sharp. I'm, I'm sure they will. Yeah, they will. <laughs> and um, also, you've got Cardiff, haven't you? And a Cardiff eleven coming. Yes. There. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that, that again. That's uh, that's a Sunday fixture, so it works in well with how we've done in the pre-season. Um, and um, again, you know, it'll be a good test for us. You know, we try and we try and do what we can as much as we can. Obviously, the Arsenal games a bonus, and, and getting getting clubs like uh, Cardiff and that. But we try and sort of pick the games where we know that it's going to be a stiff test. And um, those two games particularly will be real good tests for us and good workouts for our lads as well. And the away games that you start with, sort of your Hensfords, your Alva Churches, they'll, they'll all provide a tough physical test, won't they? And yeah, they will do, because when you're coming up against teams like that in pre-season, you know, if, if, if I'm playing for Hensford or I'm playing for Alva Church, you know, I'll... Playing against a team that are higher up, you, you you want to you want to stand out, and you want to show you want to show them that maybe hey, there's 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 maybe a chance that uh, you would want to take them in in the future. So, but they're always good games, yeah, they're always good games, and it's and it's good for the for the fitness side of it as well with the preseason games. But uh, you know the the Russells, the 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 Hensfords, and the Old Churches, there they'll be they'll be stiff uh, games as well for us. And are you looking looking forward to getting back? On the training ground, is it next week or the week after? Yeah, it's next week. Um, seems to have come round quite quickly. So, um, no, looking forward to it. O- always look forward to it. And um, we're um, myself and the backroom staff uh, with with the with the gaffer. We're just having. Um, we're just going to have a, a meet up this weekend and just go through. Obviously, you know, planning uh, of of the season coming. Uh, with Alex and Danny and Zach and um, uh, and Jan and, and the backroom staff, so we'll be we'll be just sort of putting everything in place on ideas of this season. So, but no, always looking forward to it. Always look forward to the the season ahead. And uh, and and like I said, I'm I'm I'm, re- I'm really excited about what we can do this season. So Ben, moving away from Hereford, well, very very slightly. Uh, let's go uh, to just down the road to Westfields, um, and they've announced a former Hereford great as a sign for them. Um, one of quite a few um in, in ryan green um played for both iterations of hereford of course um a good sign of a westfields mate yeah you can't put the ball down can you ryan green <laughs> i think i saw a comment from um simon wright saying hereford should have signed him on a contract till he was 60 odd years old because <laughs> <laughs> he literally can't 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 put him out of the game i think even though i think that achilles injury that would have been it for nearly nearly all players at the age of 38 or whatever it was, um, that that have been the end of, of a glittering career. Um, but he's back, <laughs> so yeah. we'll, uh, we'll see. How. He's a brilliant bloke, Ryan Green. Um, wears his heart on his sleeve, and um, and I'm I'm sure it'd be it'd be great to have around the club at Westfields. I don't know how many how many games they'll get out of him, um, and how he, he might play a lot. He's um, fit as a fiddle, Ryan Green. Um, so yeah, be interesting to see how how they get on uh, this season. Um, that's the early days for them, and and the other Hellenic League sides in Herefordshire uh, making signings and sorting deals out, and this, that, and the other. But yeah, it's a it's a bit of a name for 
for Westfields to get on the board early on. Yeah, for sure. I mean, to have a man of his experience, I think uh, it can only be a positive thing around the club, right? And yeah, I think they'll, they'll hopefully have a good season this season. Another se- club uh, at that level, Lads Club, have uh, announced a, a real positive deal for them, Ben. Um, sponsorship of Tyrrell's, uh, the Crisps. Um, it's not a footballer, but it is uh, just as, well, a much more yummy alternative, mate. Um, and a, a very good one for their first team. Yeah, good good signing. Um good signing well, deal. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah, I mean it's um I think any funds at that level, any sponsorship goes a long way, you know. We got players paying <laughs> paying to play football at Westfield or uh, Lads Club, sorry. Or um or at least not making any money out of out of playing. And um so any money to, can be invested in the club, whether that's into the playing budget. Or whether that's around the ground, the new stands, and making the, the club more sustainable for years to come. Um, yeah, all, all funds are, are welcome to to all the Hellenic League sides and Hereford and you know football. Any money's welcome. So to get to get a company like that to, to support them in any way is is a good move. Certainly is, mate. It certainly is. Um, we I tell you now though, we will be getting back to our fantasy league when it's back and open as well. Uh, we've got to go another new season. Um, I did beat Ben last year, um, which is good. But uh, yeah, we, we as the Premier League season's finished, um, we can't really check that over. And is the app still on, mate? Are you are you having a look for us? I was just trying to find the winner because she she messed. Oh, of course, me. the winner, yeah, of last last year's Sandy Smith won. Andy Smith, the Chelsea man. Congratulations to to Sandy. She she's taken the the W. Hey. <laughs> um, where did where did we finish? Uh, no idea. Very low. I've got to have a look before we finish. Got to have a look, right? I finished 42nd in the end. I was at one point in the top 10. So that's a little bit... Like a stone. I did. I fell off like that. Ben, you finished in 67th. How's, how's that compare? How many people are in the league? Um, There's 77 people in the league. Mm, must do uh, better. That's a, that's a D minus, isn't it? Yeah, and, and I think about five or six of them have, have stopped playing before the end. <laughs> so did I. Next year is our year, mate. <laughs> Got to be done. Yeah. Got to be done. But yeah, we'll be back next week, um, hopefully talking about more and more transfer news. Um, but from myself and Ben, uh, this has been the Bullscast, brought to you by the Herald Times, and we'll catch you then. Bye-bye. <laughs>